Progressive presents an interview with your upstairs neighbor. Hey, it's Rick from upstairs. Yeah, I take it seriously. When I play R&B at one in the morning, that's me saying, hey, I'm here for you. And I enjoy repetitive bass lines. I only use expired batteries in my smoke detectors. <laughs> nice, right? Yeah, upstairs neighbors help people forget their troubles. Give them something else to focus on. Ooh, want to see how high I can jump? Progressive can't save you from your upstairs neighbor. No, wait, let me try again. But we can save you money when you bundle renters and auto insurance with us. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Bundle discount not available in all states or situations. You are looking live, 10 a.m. Eastern Time, for those of you who are watching this live on Sportsbook Review's Facebook Live page. Welcome to the world-famous tailgate party, where I will give you some news and notes and all kinds of great stuff for betting information. Please remember, if you do like this broadcast, literally like it. I need to really set this up where I, you know, can... uh, Monitor it. That's that's the one thing that the uh, Facebook Live is a little crazier. There we go. I am I am up there. Please give us a like if you do like this information. As I always like to say, um, all, all along that look, uh, multimedia has been fantastic to me ever since I did my first YouTube video. I don't know, eleven, twelve years ago, a podcast, whatnot. But especially if you do like this t- Facebook Live tailgate party, please, please give us a like, leave a comment, etc. There's a little bit more of a uh, time investment, actually a lot more of a time investment involved in this. So, you know, tell us that it's uh, it's definitely worth my while if you like this tailgate party and you want this to continue for years to come. And thank you for those of you who have already um, checked in. And uh, let's get straight to it. Some news and notes brought to you by me, Joe Duffy at OffshoreInsiders.com. Make sure you follow me on Twitter at OffshoreInsider. The 49ers and the Rams... Uh, Rams, of course, are going to be resting pretty much everybody, running back Todd Gurley, quarterback Jared Goff, all-pro defensive tackle Aaron Donald among the many. Rams scratches Sean Mannion gets the start at quarterback for the Rams. He's got three career, in his three-year career, he's got 11 completions and only 16 attempts. Now, the Rams are number one against the spread team this year at plus 8.5. Of course, Jimmy Garoppolo, yes, he is all the rage. It's amazing how the difference between uh, a great offensive line and a defensive line can be a good quarterback. Jimmy Garoppolo, the offense, uh, has been averaging 31.7 points per game in three games with him as quarterback. Compare that to weeks 4 and 13 before, 4 through 13 before he took over, just 16.8 points per game. Of course, all the odds at sbrodds.com, you can see, um, and that's, of course, offshoreinsiders.com with the great picks, but as you can see there, uh, a lot of the odds have already flipped. This is a big week where, you know, some of the uh, sports books, they, they open up with odds that, you know, have these small limits, etc., and then as it's announced who's going to play and who's not going to play, there's some line swings, so... Really, for this week only, I often like to give the public consensus at the end of this report. Public consensus is really distorted because, you know, people bet at very uh, low limits early in the week. So this is the one week we won't actually do a public consensus because it's really distorted by, you know, some varying lines and when players announce who's going to play and who is uh, not going to play. Packers and the Lions, what a great year it's been. For Joe Duffy's picks, to say the least, and, you know, I even told you here, I even gave you a not-so-subtle hint that uh, going against Matt Stafford on the road in a must-win game was a great play. That was one of our many, many winners, and what a spectacular year it's been at OffshoreInsiders.com. Even better than uh, 
most is we're 1 at 98 and 130 since the preseason. And, uh, of course, now all of a sudden, you know, uh, now it's a meaningless game. It's when Matt Stafford often has his best games. And he has played well against the Packers, averaging 364 passing yards, seven touchdowns, two interceptions in his last three to the Pack. Packer averaging 10.4 fewer points per game with Brett Hundley as quarterback. Remember we said the difference between a great offensive line and a bad offensive line can be the difference between a great quarterback and a, a, uh, a terrible quarterback. It's amazing how the 49ers offensive line so much better with Jimmy Garoppolo as quarterback. Packers offensive line so much better with Aaron Rodgers as quarterback. You know, one of the intangible uh, factors, and uh, all right, well, thank you. I do see some comments. Thank you, Jeff DeAngelis. Um, Happy New Year to you as well, Marcus Woods. Um, love to you. Uh, thank you. You love the work I do. You're, you're uh, my uh, fellow New Jersey buddy, as I remember, correct? I think we were asking last week where, where people are from. And yeah, w- w- let me know where you're watching from, especially if you have any international viewers. We do uh, appreciate it. And I see we have even more, looks like we have a decent number of live people watching. And uh, just because of the software, I'm able to send this out to some other other platforms. Um, Periscope, I send it to now, YouTube, etc. do a uh, rebroadcast. So I know that, you know, really it's gotten to the point where maybe only 20% of the people watching and listening are doing it live. But we do appreciate everyone who's watching both live and on the rebroadcast. Um, but, you know, will the Lions rally around embattled coach Jim Caldwell? Most reports say this is going to be his last game. Um, you know, Jim Caldwell, of course, I've never met him, but he seems as likable as any coach there is in the NFL. I do think there's a definite possibility, a strong possibility, that his team will rally around him. And as we said, look, when you're talking about a meaningless game, how long will Matt Stafford play? You never quite know. But I do think that... Uh, Again, it's a meaningless game, and that's usually when Stafford does play his best. Uh, the Texans, sorry, yeah, that was that was uh, Jeff. Yes, uh, is a New Jersey, New Jersey boy. You know, you can take the boy out of New Jersey, but you can't take New Jersey out of the boy. Is it? As we say, I've been down here since 1988, but still got families there. Love going back and eating cheesesteaks and hoagies and uh, whatnot in New Jersey. And uh, especially, you know, as if you get down Atlantic City, you definitely want to go to White House subs, and hopefully. Hopefully, uh, the SCOTUS will overturn the gambling ban. You know, whether or not you uh, like Chris Christie, I think everybody here certainly agrees with him in trying to get that gambling ban overturned. You know, we don't do politics here unless it, oh, and that, except here where it, it does, uh, where gambling's involved. And yeah, let's hope that in the next maybe year or so, probably from a logistics standpoint, it's probably going to be at least two years before we can place a bet in Atlantic City if... I'm very encouraged. A lot of these SCOTUS experts at sites, you know, like the New York Times, USA Today, do believe, based on some of the questioning, that we are finally going to see this completely draconian ban of uh, sports gambling lifted. And who knows? Who knows? Maybe within the next couple of years, when I go to Atlantic City, I can walk into a sports book and place a bet. Texans and the Colts. Texas Texans superstar wide receiver DeAndre Hopkins is out. That leaves Lamar Miller as their leading receiver with 36 catches. So, of course, Deshaun Watson's been out uh, without DeAndre Hopkins. I don't know how the Texans are going to score. Well, the Colts, again, another case here where the Colts rally around Chuck Pagano. A lot of people think this could be his final game as head coach. Here's a, a big, I don't know if you would call it an intangible, whatever, but I think it's very important from a handicapping standpoint. One thing the Colts have to play for, Frank Gore He's going to enter a rarefied air. Um, 
he's going to become, I think it's only like the third player, maybe the fourth player, who could have his 10th 1,000-yard rushing season. He needs 138 yards. I look for the Colts' focus to be on getting the ball to uh, Frank Gore. Um, in addition, as I said, I don't know how the Texans are going to score with uh, no weapons. Uh, and again, late season totals since 2014 that are very low have gone under at a 54-36 and 36 rate. One of my free picks, I'm going to have a couple free picks. One of my free picks is going to be to go with the under here. And I've mentioned it a few times, but yeah, when I, before I had any gray hair, one of the easiest things to do that in the NFL for years, for, there was a, at least a dozen year span where if I almost blindly, if you would bet low totals over and high totals under, you would make some serious money, but that's no longer the case here. And make sure you follow me on Twitter. I am going to do some previews of uh, the New Year's Day games on my own YouTube channel. Follow me on Twitter at Offshore Insider and make sure you do follow that. Um, yeah, Marcus is from Dallas. Just finished fe- feeding the horses to run in and catch your show. <laughs> that, thank you very much, Marcus. Yeah, I, I've been to Texas a couple times. Haven't been to Dallas. I would love to see the Jerry Dome, but I am a big fan of uh, barbecue. And, uh, you know, on the side, I do some, I'm a food critic, not as a professional. Of course, there are a small minority of people would question whether or not I'm a professional handicapper or not, but I do some writing as a food critic, and I'm really excited. We have a Texas-based barbecue place that's going to be opening near me very soon. I'm familiar with it because the guy who owns it is a vendor, and I've had his uh, stuff at some some events, but now he's finally opening a brick-and-mortar place. But yeah, I I would like to make it to Texas again, especially Austin, Texas, and just eat nothing but barbecue. Jaguars and the Titans, of course, my weekly thing where I like to beat jokes into the ground, the Jaguars and the Tits. And I'm sorry, I know we do have a uh, somebody who pops in every now and then. She comments to our young lady watching. Sorry. Sorry for the bad, you know, PG-13 rated humor. Hopefully I'm watching. I think her name is uh, Miss Myers, right? Uh, the Jags, they're locked into the number three spot. And Tennessee is an essentially a must-win. They could theoretically lose and get help, but from a handicapping standpoint, they're definitely in a must-win situation. So as far as motivation is concerned, Jaguars plus 7.4 against the spread margin is second in the NFL. But there's no question the Titans have the um, motivation standpoint here. Um, all right, th- th- thank you, Marcus. Yeah, that's that's for sure. I like to listen to when I listen to sports talk on the radio. Norm Hitzkiss is as good as it gets. I know, you know, he, he's also great at doing those live reads. I know he touts that Desperados Tex-Mex place down there. But, yeah, thanks to the magic of the Internet, I still get some good information off of Sports Talk Radio. And uh, Norm Hitzkiss, one of the all-time best. In fact, I used to talk to Norm when I first got started in the uh, business on the free score phones. The boss used to run a consensus service called... Um, Dixie Sports, it was called at the time. This was way before the internet. I'm talking 1988. And Norm would call in. He would um, trade stuff uh, with us. So I used to talk to Norm many years ago. I, I doubt if he would remember me, but a very nice guy. Jets and the Patriots. Uh, Jets running back Matt Forte is questionable. The Pats still need a win or a Steelers loss to clinch. Uh, wow. I, I put playoff spot. Look, I don't get much sleep. G- good thing I... Um, Paying more attention now, not to clinch a playoff spot, but to clinch the number one seed. Uh, also, look, Tom Brady's in a rare kind of semi-slump. He had a spectacular enough start where he's still a strong candidate for the MVP. 
But, you know, maybe the motivation to get Brady out of this little bit of a slump, plus to make a final statement for the MVP for the Patriots. Look, I think um, Brady's got a, he's won enough of those, and I don't think Bill Belichick gives a flying you-know-what about that. But I think he, he would like for Brady to go into the playoffs on, on a little bit of a high note, where I think he's going with five straight games, throwing an interception, which for him is unbelievable. So there's a little bit of uh, motivation, but they're battling the Steelers, and we'll talk about it in a moment. looks like the Steelers have pretty much... Um, Conceded because look, the the Steelers should definitely win today. The Patriots should definitely uh, win, and I I do definitely agree with Mike Tomlin for not playing his players. It would take a miracle for the uh, the Steelers to get the number one seed. You know the Cowboys and the Eagles. The Eagles ten and five ATS record, tied for second best in the NFL. Of course, Philadelphia they're not going to be playing uh, anybody today. They're going to be emptying their benches. That rivalry is more of a one way rivalry. I don't think the the Cowboys will be super motivated to beat Dallas, but look, it, it is a chance, you know, at least to, to beat or the Cowboys to beat uh, Philadelphia. They don't; they're not in a spoiler role. I don't look for the Cowboys to be overly motivated, to be honest with you. But the Eagles, as much as Philadelphia, they hate the Cowboys. I think this is going to be one of the few cases in history where, you know, beating the the Cowboys it's kind of a uh, consolation prize. But from a motivation standpoint. Look for either one of those teams to be overly um, motivated. Chiefs and the Broncos. Broncos with a leg worse, minus six against the spread margin. Second worst record in the league ATS at four and ten. Expect most of the Chiefs to be rested. Look, um, Andy Reid's notorious for resting his players at the end of the year. Tyreek Hill in the 75 catches, among the many who aren't going to play. Patrick Mahomes, he starts for Kansas City. Now, this is interesting. Remember, that it was just assumed that uh, Smith was keeping the seat warm for Mahomes, and Mahomes was quarterback of the future. Well, obviously, uh, Smith is not going down without a fight, having a very successful year. But I would look for, from a total standpoint, I do think Kansas City is going to be fairly aggressive. Let's see what Mahomes has. And you never know. You never know when you're going to need your backup quarterback. So I would look. I don't have either an official pick or a free pick on this, but... I could probably be talked in the Chiefs over. I always say that handicapping totals is much more about handicapping pace than it is offensive or defensive confidence. I think uh, the Chiefs have plenty of reason to see what Mahomes has here. Broncos wide receiver Emmanuel Sanders is out. Injury slowed 47 receptions this year after 76 or more each of the previous three seasons. Redskins and the Giants. Giants with the second worst against the spread margin. In the NFL at minus 5.4. The Raiders and the Chargers. Look, the Raiders running back Melvin Gordon and his uh, 1,012 yards. Questionable. The Chargers are in a must-win situation. Plus, plus, they do need some help. But clearly, from a handicapping standpoint, the Chargers, much more important for them. Look, from a handicapping standpoint, regardless of how much help they need, the the precise playoff scenarios aren't really all that important. It is, are they in a must-win situation? And yes, the Chargers are in a much-win situation. Um, the 49ers and the Redskins. Yeah, Jeff, well, you're in a survivor. I know that you know a lot of the survivor pools, a lot of people start over in the, um, in the middle. Yeah, the, the 49ers, look, I do say that for the most part, don't go with um, road teams. But the 49ers, clearly from a motivation standpoint, they've got it. Uh, I think there's nothing they would love more than to go into the postseason. 
with another big offensive effort under Garoppolo. So I, I do think the 49ers should be a very good play there. Um, the Bears and the Vikings, the angle that essentially says overmatched teams do in fact kind of quit late in the year when playing on the road 77 and 47 since 1999. Um, we have another sub-angle of that that's 60 and 34, and that would favor the Vikings. But of course, you know, the Vikings are fighting, by the way, for a first-round bye. It's still likely, though, even if they lose. So, all right, maybe I said the precise playoff scenario. It's a little bit different when you're fighting for stuff as a buy. And the truth is, if the Vikings lose here, they could still get a buy. So that's kind of a precarious situation as far as, you know, handicapping motivation. Because conversely, the Bears, and I've said many, many, many times, if I had to do a critique of my handicapping skills, I become so obsessed with these computer systems that have been so kind to me. Over the years at OffshoreInsiders.com, Joe Duffy's picks at OffshoreInsiders.com. Follow me at Offshore Insider on Twitter. That sometimes I got to look, you know, past it. And I know I always say that I have a lot of admiration for the big man on campus over on uh, SBR. And he's, you know, almost the opposite, where he is as good of an organic handicapper as there is, where I like to do more of the analytical stuff. But I think maybe some of the stuff about teams, quote-unquote, quitting when they're playing on the road may not apply here for the Bears. Again, Mitch Trubisky showing some signs. Another team, though, plenty of motivation to go into the offseason with an impressive offensive effort, especially. Trubisky, the fewest touchdowns of any quarterback with at least 225 passes. The Vikings, last two years at U.S. Bank Stadium, outscoring teams 352-234. to Now, the Vikings... It's interesting here. I think they can clinch the best straight-up record for any team hosting a Super Bowl. And, yeah, the Vikings have a legitimate chance to be a home team in the Super Bowl, the first team to do that, and they are much better at home. But, again, with the whole the whole thing where they are technically still fighting for a bye, but they could lose and still get the bye, um, will this be an intangible? Some people are thinking that Vikings look offensive coordinator Pat Shermer is being considered for the head coaching job at Chicago that is going to... Almost certainly open up, even John Fox has considered it. Um, will he be a little bit more aggressive offensively in auditioning for that job? I don't think so. Uh, the best way to audition is to win the damn Super Bowl. And, you know, maybe not to go too far out of your game plan today is the best way to do that. Vikings are 11-4 and against the spread margin, the best in the league. All right, the Browns and the Steelers. I know the guy uh, Ziggy. Very popular on um, Twitter. Likes to tweet to a lot of professional handicappers and tweet his picks. Um, you know, Ziggy, I, I got to say, I haven't really paid all that much attention to the picks themselves, but I did see, well, I think it was Tony George, one, one of the good guys, definitely one of the more respected guys in the business. He finally tweeted back. He's like, Ziggy, stop uh, betting on the Browns. They're not the sharp play. Yeah, the Browns are 3-12, and the worst spread record in the league. We talked about it where... I've said many, many, many times, many of my best systems, really, a lot of my best computer systems are regression to the mean angles. And that means, you know, essentially betting against good teams is very good, and especially betting with bad teams is very good. But we've said many times, I've found the outlier going against teams that have lost 21 out of 22 over a multi-year period. I guess theoretically, when you're talking about the beginning of the year and the end of another, it could be over a three-year period, but usually over a two-year period. Going against teams like the Browns, 27-8, and eight, teams that pathetic. So going with 
Bad teams is a good play unless they are extremely pathetic. And I said last year, last season, last season, I did get burned going with the Browns a lot. I know there's still a lot of quote-unquote sharps who have been betting on the Browns this year. We haven't been one of them since we discovered that outlier. So Ziggy Balls, if you're watching this, and you know maybe I'll ping you on Twitter and tell you to make sure you do watch this rebroadcast. Um, they, they're the exception to the rule. Look, the Steelers are going to be resting all their starters. They'll be playing mostly backups. I still think there's going to be plenty of motivation. You don't want to be the team that loses to the Browns. Of course, there's still a much bigger picture. Somehow, if the Steelers if the Steelers do win the Super Bowl, which is a very a very distinct possibility, losing to the Browns, I don't think is going to um, you know put a damper on that. But I don't think anyone wants to be the team that loses to uh, you know the team that wins one game. Still, all in all, I think the lines dropped too much. Another free pick. I'm going to go with uh, Pittsburgh here. Cardinals and the Seahawks. Arizona running back Kerwin Williams has gotten most of the carries the last four weeks with 16 or more rushes. He's questionable. Seahawks must win and the Falcons must lose. Panthers and the uh, Falcons must win for Atlanta, though Seattle uh, lost works as well. So in theory, in theory, yeah, Atlanta could lose and make the playoffs, but this is, from a handicapping standpoint, without question, a must win for them. Panthers are in the playoffs, but they could be as high as a number two seed and as low as a number five seed. So there is motivation for the Panthers. Not a meaningless game for Carolina, but it does mean more to the Falcons. Bills and the Dolphins, they're in a, the Bills are in a must-win situation, plus they need some help. Bills, even if they win this game, pretty good chance they will not make the playoffs. But from a handicapping standpoint, they know they have to win. Is Jay Cutler in what will probably be his final game? Is he uh, motivated to, to kind of go out on a somewhat high note and play a spoiler? Again, uh, Cutler, I think, is very good in meaningless games, so I wouldn't discount that. Incredibly, the Bills are being outscored by 63 points this year, and they could make the playoffs. Now, listen to this. Teams outscored by at least 55 points on the year, yet above 500 are just 3-11-1 since 1995. And uh, that would favor the Dolphins. That would favor the Miami Dolphins. And remember, I've said so many times, and yeah, thank you, uh, Thomas, for the check-in again. For those of you who do uh, like our Facebook Live, I'll say it again. I said it at the top of this broadcast. I- I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be doing um, you know, the multimedia, the YouTube videos, and whatever technology continues to arise and, and uh, podcasts from now until I retire, which will be about 40 years after I die. But, you know, the Facebook Live does require a little bit more of a time investment. So if you really like particularly this, the Sunday morning Facebook Live tailgate party, please give us a like, comment, share, etc. You know, that vote of confidence will help us uh, decide whether or not it's truly worth the time investment in, in future seasons, etc. So thank you to everyone who's given us a vote of confidence, whether you're watching us live or whether you're watching on the rebroadcast. But, yeah, the, the, really the, the bigger picture here. What I've said is that in handicapping, there's probably no more overrated record or no more overrated statistic than handicapping um, straight-up statistics. And point differential and yards per game differential is much more important. The Bills are the poster child of a team that's not as good as the record, according to most of the advanced metrics. They've been pretty fortunate this year, and I do know there are... um, some, some sites out there. Team Rankings is a site that we use 
They, they use a, a luck factor. Essentially, that luck factor says which teams are much better than the record, which teams are much worse than the record. I think Ken Palm is the guy who invented that in college basketball. But just keep that in mind for future reference. So those of you who handicap on your own, nothing's more overrated than um, straight-up records. And in fact, in fact, we've said it many, many, many times. One of the biggest mistakes, So you know, when I first got, when the Internet first came out, not really when I got, first got started in this business because that was well before the Internet, I used to like to read the articles that handicappers would write. And one of those myths that they would spew is, look at the home road splits. And there are certain teams that are much better at home. And, you know, that, that the other teams are, you know, that in cases like that, if they're much better at home than on the road, bet them at home and against them on the road. False. We check that with the computer. Essentially, when we have counter into, when you have a team that's a road favorite, even though the home road splits would indicate the home team should be a favorite, betting on the road team is a great play. That is a fantastic play in the NFL. It's a spectacular play in the NBA. And, you know, I talk about regression of the mean. Well, probably number two on that list is so many of our systems are counterintuitive. When the straight-up records, if you look at a line and then you look at nothing other than the straight-up records, and you say, based on the straight-up records, that line is crazy. The wrong team is favorite. No, more times than not, you do go with the favorite in that situation because, again, straight-up records is so overrated. So, counterintuitive handicapping, looking at the overrated straight-up records relative to the lines, that has been, that's been very effective for me, uh, regression to the mean, although, as we said, college football is a little different. That's more of a momentum sport. And speaking of college football, join me. Follow me on Twitter at Offshore Insider. We're going to do a preview of the uh, bowl games tomorrow, the, not only the bowl games, but playoff games, which, whatever, we, we call them bowl games. They, whatever, the bowl games, playoff games, and certainly the national championship game throughout the basketball season. Follow me at Offshore Insider, and most importantly, Got three NFL, and I got an NBA for today at offshoreinsiders.com. Thanks for all the likes, and again, even if you're watching on the rebroadcast, give us a like, comment. I'll uh, try to respond. I will respond, unless somehow I miss it, and we'll talk to you uh, next week. Call 1-888-FARMERS to switch, and you could save an average of $470 on your auto insurance. That's a lot of money in just a few minutes. With savings like that, you could be lounging on an impractical amount of ornate and overpriced throw pillows you bought for your couch. But you won't, because you're better with money than that. That's why you're calling us in the first place. Call 1-888-FARMERS to get a quote today. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Based on average nationwide annual savings survey data, July to December 2020. Underwritten by Farmers Trucker Fire Insurance. Exchanges are affiliate. Products not available in every state.